Hi, you're with Erin and welcome to an episode of The Shift. Today we're joined with Judith Cater. Judith joined the NSW NMA as an organiser in 1994 and has held a number of positions within the association before being elected to the position of Assistant General Secretary in June 2003 and was re-elected unopposed in 2007, 2011, 2015 and 2018. Very impressive. Judith is also a Vice President of the Australian Council of Trade Unions and President of Unions New South Wales and is a member of the Executive Committees of both organisations. Judith also represents the Oceania region of the Asia Pacific on the Executive Board and World Women's Committee of Public Services International, which is the Global Union Federation for Public Sector Trade Unions as well as an Executive Committee member of Global Nurses United. Judith is a registered nurse and midwife, and she holds a Bachelor of Nursing and a Graduate Certificate in Health Science Education. So welcome, Judith. Thank you. So we've got a few questions for you today, Judith. So why is International Women's Day so important and what more needs to happen to achieve gender equality? Well, how long have we got? (laughs) Um, Basically, uh, historically, this union has not been the most ardent uh, uh, supporter of International Women's Day for all sorts of reasons. Uh, But I think the time has come where our members who are predominantly female Mm. um, need to understand the real situation of women in in today's world. Absolutely. And quite frankly, When you look at recent times, say the last five to ten years, awareness has really been raised about uh, women's issues. And I think with the Me Too movement and its time, we've really brought women's issues to the fore. Unfortunately, though, the uh, cultural and institutional barriers that are still there uh, mean that women... um, aren't as advanced as they think they are, either in in equality or equity or any of those things. And in some cases, if you step back and have a look, we've actually gone backwards a bit. Mm. And I really think, uh, particularly with the recent horrific incident in Queensland uh, with Hannah Clark and her children, I think that women now actually have to put their uh, feet to the pavement and actually insist that we are not second-class citizens. We're actually, we are equal in every way with our uh, male counterparts. And in actual fact, our numbers are even more than the males now. And we need to call out things where we see they're not appropriate and act on them. We can't just afford uh, to if something happens to you in the workplace, uh, you're, you're harassed or isolated or any of those things, you need to um, don't just resign and go somewhere else and hope that it's better. We all have to stand together and actually insist that this is not going to happen anymore. Now, we know in, the, uh, in our members' workplaces, regardless of the sector, whether it's aged care, private hospitals or public sector, women's issues and violence in particular are massive issues. And you don't have to, um, 
it's not just the single incident that is awful. It's what goes on in that person's life from there on in. Mm. And, you know, if you look at things like women on boards and we haven't got enough women on boards and you only have to look at the couple of countries where we've got women leaders or in states where we've got women premiers or, uh, and I'm not just talking Australia, I'm talking globally, um, we only have to look across the ditch at Lucinda Ardern and mm, what she's done in that country. And to be honest, I think, and I might, I hope I'm not being a little, being sexist here, but the caring nature of women, I think, allows us to see things a little differently and sometimes we can use that quality to make a difference. Uh, for instance, you know, going to war and things like that, we tend to have a little bit more of a, we add up all the possibilities rather than, um, um, you know, just we've got to get in there and win. Mm. So I think that um, I'd love to see the Nurses and Midwives Association members take a bigger role in the International Women's Day activities. Um, this, this year we're actually having a clinic on Friday on sexual harassment at, from 4 o'clock till 6 o'clock at Unions New South Wales and a few drinks afterwards, which will be nice. And then we're going to march on Saturday and um, we gather at 11am at Hyde Park and we'll hear uh, a few speakers and then we'll have a little march. Um, those things need to... Be, unfortunately, we can't just sit in our own homes or our own workplaces or um, on social media. If we're going to insist that we have equality and equity, we need to, we need to stand up and show our uh, bona fides. It's as simple as that. And we did have a real increase around the the um, the Women's March after Donald Trump was elected, really inspired people. And for a couple of years, it was the profile was really raised. But now it's um, we've kind of gone back. You know, I think society. You know, we get all revved up and use up our little bit of energy and then we slump back. Unfortunately, in this society, when we've got big changes to be made, we actually have to keep on doing it. And it doesn't matter whether it's climate change, whether it's um, women's issues or what the issue is, we have to keep the pressure up. And we know that people pressure works. And, um, you know, in the interest of... All those people, that are those women particularly, who are suffering from harassment of any sort, isolation um, or, or domestic violence, we have to, those of us that are um, fortunate enough to have avoided any of that, we actually have the responsibility to stand up for our sisters and make sure that... Um, our grandchildren and children don't inherit the same world that some of our sisters are currently living in. Yeah, absolutely. So again, for our listeners, the International Women's Day March is this Saturday, the 7th of March at 11am meeting at Hyde Park. We need to stand up and hopefully as many of our members can attend. That would be amazing. 
Another thing, Judith, this year we will see the report from the Australian Human Rights Commission on where changes need to be made to end sexual harassment. What are some of the issues nurses and midwives face? Uh, Nurses and midwives are really on the front line, unfortunately, for a lot of the um, abuse that is meted out. And unfortunately, I think it's, uh, it's a little bit resultant from the society we live in now where everybody demands immediacy. Mm. Uh, and if they don't get it, then they feel free to lash out. Um, um, unfortunately, what we're seeing in the United States seems to have given people permission uh, to disrespect and dishonour uh, women in particular, but quite frankly, anyone that they don't agree with. And I think that that is um, going to be really hard to, to pull back. We need to make sure the workplaces are physically safe. A couple of the incidents that we've seen over the last couple of years they had foreseeable risks. And I think management in whether it's public or private sector or aged care, have a real responsibility to make sure that their staff are safe. So don't have uh, rooms that only have one egress, you know. People have got to be able to get out if they get cornered. Mm. Um, we have, you know, and, and I guess that our members themselves have to make sure that they keep their place safe. So don't leave the knife out that you use to cut the birthday cake. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's put away and nobody can grab it quickly. Uh, And the the horrible part about our members that have been affected by um, uh, particularly physical assault, they don't get over it for a long time, Mm, if A long time. And I just think that, uh, and whether it's verbal abuse, You have to have respect for other human beings and it doesn't matter whether you're in the in the the line at the supermarket and you want that cashier to hurry up or wherever you are, your needs cannot come first. It's everybody's needs that have to be, you know, sorted out. And the more respect that we can show each other as human beings the better off all this will be. But as far as nurses and midwives, I'd really appeal to management to do risk assessments, understand that uh, nurses and midwives have to be in a position where they can escape. And, you know, one of the incidents I'm thinking particularly about is where, you know, the room this nurse work walked into um, didn't have a, a... close a door closer behind her so the perpetrator just walked straight in behind her and then she couldn't get out and was was stabbed so the and we can't assume it's not going to happen we actually have to assume it is going to happen and put things in place the other thing i would say too here is that the i the international um labor organization had its centenary uh, year last year And after a lot of work being done by women globally, the um, C Convention 190 was actually um, uh, established. Now that's a massive, massive thing to have have. We really only thought we would get a guideline. We didn't actually think we'd get a convention, but it 
it's there, but it means nothing unless each country ratifies. So I'd be asking all our members to check out our website. Um, There are going to be tools there available to lobby your uh, federal politician, Um, doesn't matter what stripe, um, because we need all government officers to understand that, um, well, actually, we need the elected MPs to... Mm. um, make sure that Australia ratifies this convention because it is about, um, uh, you know, violence and harassment and its eradication. And those cultural and um, institutional situations that are alive and well in less developed countries, shall we say, um, they have to be eradicated. But as well in the developed countries it kind of just sits under the radar sometimes it's it's uh, visible but mostly it's invisible and that's why i say when we see it it has to be called out so i think there's a lot of work to be done but it won't happen if women don't push and i think there's a bit of a um the word feminist turns a few people off yeah but you know, there's all sorts of feminism. You know, it doesn't come under one actual umbrella. I'm a feminist, but, you know, I, I that's just because I want to work to progress women's issues, make sure they're understood and establish equality. If I can leave a world better off for my granddaughter than it currently is now, then I'll consider I've done an okay job. A fantastic job. Touching back on the uh, workplace for nurses and midwives, I know you mentioned risk assessment, but what else do we need to do to work towards for a safer workplace for our nurses and midwives and women in general? Well, I guess the list is very long. Yeah. Uh, the community has to understand that mm-hmm. um, nurses and midwives are there to help. They're not there to be abused in any way, mm-hmm. whether it's just... You know, there's a lot of spitting that happens and lots of eye rolling and all sorts of things that make a person who's caring uh, feel that they're being accused of something in some way. Yeah. Um, I do think that um, training needs to be uh, very um, widely distributed, uh, particularly for women. Um I just not not so much about fighting someone off, but about recognizing what's happening. You know, there are a number of women who are victims of abuse, either domestically or even in the workplace, that suffer it for years before they realize, actually, that person's not respecting me. You know, yeah. that's actually so. There's a whole lot of yeah. A whole lot of things. And responding to episodes of violence, making sure that our management are actually going to do something about it Absolutely. and supporting that woman through Absolutely. the process. And, it's, and I have to say, of recent times, a number of episodes are, that have been reported to me that have happened, the initial management response has added to the, yeah. uh, the victim's um, outcome rather than supporting it. And that is, 
I would just say to managers, when somebody reports to you that this is happening, whether it's ongoing in the workplace or a one-off situation with a relative or a patient, just take a breath. Take a breath and think, how would I feel if this happened to me and what is my best response? Mm. You know, I think there's too much blame I think it's almost like a natural response for some people just, well, if you've been abused in any way, you must have done something to deserve it. Yeah. And that is just so, so, so wrong. And um, I would suggest too that uh, particularly up-and-coming managers uh, are given lots of training in this respect. And it's often people that are acting in in the capacity of of a junior manager or something that, are really not quite aware of what they should be doing. It's not their fault, but they don't know any better yet. But senior management needs to make sure yeah. they're, they're, you know, um, up to speed with what needs to happen. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's all we have time for today, Judith. Thanks very much for joining us today on the shift, and yeah. we look forward to speaking to you again in the future. And I look forward to seeing lots of our members at the march on Saturday. Absolutely, celebrating women. And, uh, of course, it's the International Year of the Nurse and Midwife, most of whom are female, so let's see you there. Fabulous. Thanks, Judith. Okay.